another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's that time of the week. We are back. Yes, we've got Jenny in Antibes and Melanie in Johannesburg. And discussing the weather is part of what we're going to be talking about. But for sapeople.com, Jenny Baxter, how are things over in France? Hi, Mal. Uh, things are really good. I just had a packed Cannes Film Festival. Absolutely exhausting finish Saturday night. And now I'm just trying to get back into a routine again. But it's beautiful. I've been swimming in the mare, swimming yesterday till late in the evening. Really nice. And, and how about you? I've been really busy writing South African stories. Um, but thankfully, good stories now. Well, I've been trying to find sunny places that actually are warm <laughs> because we have polar air coming through, the um, really big cold fronts coming and hitting South Africa. I see in there's fact, a warning of snow again as well. Snow, yeah. Um, I mean, my brother was just, uh, he's in Cape Town going, yeah, it's quite cold down here. And I'm like, okay, this is how the temperature is this morning. And he's like, okay, no, it's not so cold in Cape Town. And I'm like, there's another cold front coming through. And it's all your fault, you Cape Townians, because <laughs> you keep leaving the darn Fridge doors open. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, we've got subpolar air coming in Wednesday, which is today, 3 and 17, which is not too bad, 17 degrees. However, it's going to be really interesting on Thursday with 0 and 7. <gasps> so I'm not going to really? be going walking tomorrow. Um, Friday, minus 3 and 11, and then Saturday, minus 2 and 12 in Johannesburg. So, I mean, isn't that just fun and games? Wow. But at least you are getting up to 12. So get in the sun then. <laughs> I think you're on, no, maybe not. <laughs> Unless I can find a nice conservatory somewhere that has a television. <laughs> nice. That's about the way to go. Okay, so what have your main stories been on the site and on um, Facebook? Well, uh, you know what I just suddenly thought is, you know, if ever you're just in the mood for good stories, you know, you can mm -hmm. go to SA People and under News, there is a heading fab. And you just click mm -hmm. on Fab, and then you can just see all the good news. And and if you're in the mood uh, for bad stories, then you can click on Ash, and then you'll see the, <laughs> the less positive ones. There have been so many good stories. I mean, South Africans coming together in South Africa, around the world, people in Cape Town coming together for people in Johannesburg and KwaZulu-Natal. I've spent most of the week crying and just being so moved by mm. the unity and the coming together. And, and it really, for, for the first time, it really is a coming together of everyone. It, feel, mm. it feels I'm, that I'm, way It has from been outside, wonderful, yeah. You know? And I've been a bit surprised there hasn't been that much news abroad that, you know, there, it has been reported on. But um, oh, the one story that, that made international news, which I just loved, because it was a friend of mine whose storage unit, she sent us the first video, uh, mm. was, was the lady, the piano teacher, Jenny, who... Um, oh, the one playing the piano in the middle of the street. Uh, yeah, when they, they went and trashed all the storage units, yeah. And the storage units, yeah, and it's all burnt out on one side, and 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 that made international news. So that's mm. good. And then of course there was the very funny one with um, oh Aussie, uh, you know the the Australian guy who does re reviews. Yeah, 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 the Aussie man. Um, did you see his thing about the worst looter mm. in the world? It is. So funny, you know. You know how much he swears. Is he the so, one? Is it the guy trying to put that huge screen into the very small car? <laughs> yes. 
Did you see what they did at the one um, mall, though? All the people in the, in the I think it was ShopRite, they went and they got all of the cooking oil. I know. And they just flooded the floor with cooking oil. So, of course, nobody could get anywhere and they're just falling over. That was so, yeah, I mean, so smart. So smart. Maybe there hasn't been that much news overseas because it's good news. And as we know, people no, no, always no, thrive on ways. bad news. No, no. Mm. No, oh, okay. I'm saying both ways. That, that it took a few days before they even reported on the riots. And even then, mm. it was only really reported for like a day or so. It was as if they didn't want to report the bad news. It was, it was kind of interesting. But um, that it, it wasn't as huge as it should have been. You know, there's, when there's other riots like, you know, the, the British football fans or… Um, oh, yeah. No, that you know, it, it makes I'm news. Sorry. But that makes news for days. And, mm. and, you know, this was far more horrific. And it, it wasn't that big news. Anyway. Maybe it's just a proximity thing as well. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, while we're doing shout-outs to people who did great stuff, I mean, I'd like to personally give a shout-out to the people like Chefs with Compassion who have actually been feeding the hungry and the homeless since lockdown started last year. And in particular, with um, the lack of food and, and um, basic necessities that were available down, especially in the Midlands, down in Howick and Peter Maritzburg, the chef, uh, well, the owner of the local grill in Parktown North in Johannesburg, a friend of mine, Steve Maresh, who's been in the restaurant industry, and he's very involved with Chefs with Compassion, got together trucks and food from all the people, from the people who'd been supplying uh, Chefs with Compassion, and they went down on a mercy mission with their trucks. And he did the same thing the whole way through lockdown, taking food to people as well, going and fetching food from farmers that have said, look, we've got stuff, but we can't get it to you. He'd organize combis and buckies and whatever and go and fetch stuff so we could come back for the soup kitchen. So that's my big shout out to somebody doing absolutely wonderful work. Amazing um, I mean, work. And then I'll shout mm. out to Hayley Rackett in London, a South African uh, activist, expat. You know, she's always doing amazing things. I don't know if you saw this weekend on Mandela Day um, in London, in Scotland, uh, all around the world, South Africans got together. Um, and there were beautiful videos, you know, singing Kozisikilele and Shoshalos and a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, she is also... Um, on a huge mercy mission, getting together companies to, to, to also to send things from overseas to South Africa. You know, as she says, this isn't going to just take a few weeks. Mm. Um, you know, get, coming right from this is going to take a, a couple of years at least. So, mm. so she has big plans in progress. And, um, you know, I really urge all the South Africans abroad to Keep their eyes on, Get on the board. site, yeah, to see what's happening. And, I mean, that is something that I also wanted to bring up is I was a little upset. You know, with everything that happened, we were flooded with only good messages. South Africans abroad mm. who truly cared, and it was like, how can I help? And, and as I've said to you before, we always just say gift of the givers because you just know that they're going to oh. help whoever needs help, you know? They are absolutely – I mean, yeah. he, I would vote for – I would – Definitely vote for him for president, I swear. Oh, <laughs> He's amazing. Him and Tuli Madonsela. Wouldn't that be divine? Yeah. Um, oh, imagine so. how wonderful South Africa would be. <laughs> Get rid of all of the people who are playing politics and have people who actually care about other people. Yeah. yeah. And it's possible. Anything's possible. You know, America's had movie stars be presidents and TV reality stars. So why can't uh, but we But Ronald have- Reagan had the biggest amount of votes from the Senate and the people of any president ever. In America. Yeah. How amazing is that? And he was amazing. I mean, him writing to the Russian president and managing to, you know, fix burnt bridges. Is... Let's turn down this wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, Dr. Suleiman and um, 
advocate uh, uh, Utility dot modeling yeah. seller. Yeah. Oh, that would Get be amazing. Them but um, so what was I saying was that all these South Africans, um, you know, were approaching us, what can we do? We're doing things. So many expats were doing things. Mm. And then, of course, you get people saying, oh, the expats are saying, we told you so. It's not true. If there was anybody saying, I told you so, they were in such a minority, we did not hear from them. And I just found it really upsetting that at a time when we all knew who the enemy was, that, mm -hmm. that people back home decided to turn on the expats as the enemy when they are not. There is nobody who is more on South Africa's side than the majority of expats. Yeah. I believe, you know, from what I We are see. South Africans and we will always be South Africans. Always. Might always. not be our government, but we are definitely for our country. Yeah. Um, but you were saying about Mandela Day as well. I mean, I, I sort of went on a mission and I, I think I mentioned before that I, I do, I really like a nonprofit organization called Light a Spark. Yeah. Which is on Facebook. So my friends and myself, we've been making these little Mother Teresa jerseys for babies that are prem babies or babies that have got no clothes, um, just to keep them warm. So we've been making, knitting up all of those and making blankets. And then of course they went on a food drive where you can either take a coffee jar or a Ziploc bag and you put rice in it, you put, um, split peas, you put beans or you put lentils and a, and a, stock cube and some soup and everything and you have it like that and all they need to do then is just find water in a pot and you've got a meal for four people so i spent most of my mandela day actually just making up those things and oh, um, sent beautiful. them off quite happily yesterday so i'm quite happy that there'll be some nice warm children and some people with some food in their bellies and i would oh, suggest beautiful. to everybody else i mean it does not cost a lot of money to do that kind of thing yeah. just do it and I think especially if you've got COVID, sit at home and knit like the rest of us. <laughs> I love knitting. It's because I haven't knitted for years, but I know Julia Roberts likes to knit on movie sets. So every time I'm drawn mm. to a knitting shop, I think I'm not a nerd. I'm just like Julia Roberts. But, um, and Melanie, and Melanie, you're, you're, oh, yes, you're and the like next me. biggest <laughs> knitter I know. And of course, Carolyn Stain from 67 Blankets. Oh, and oh, by the course. way, there, I just want to give another shout out to, to the 67 Blankets people as well, because they do amazing work. Started off, she, her want, she wanted 67 blankets. I don't know how many thousands of blankets have come in. And I'm glad to report that Bridget von Earl, um, who is their, one of their brand ambassador type people, she does most of their promotions and the publicity. Um, she, I mean, she was in, in ICU for a couple of weeks with COVID, but I'm glad she's now on the mend as well, which is fantastic. Oh, thank goodness. So to thank all of these amazing people that we have out there that do fantastic things, let's get behind them and actually go away from the naysayers, stay off Twitter <laughs> don't yeah. go there that is a cesspit of note um, and you know go out and find the good stories and share them and I'd love to know what people here did I want them to put it onto sapeople.com what they did on their Mandela Day to help other people because well, another great story that um, that we had on Mandela Day is you know the the Coding Unplugged project I've told you about before mm. it's Professor Jean Hreiling from Nelson Mandela University they are helping thousands, thousands of children around the country who don't have access to computers. They're helping them learn to code, which, mm. which is just massive. And, and there's a beautiful quote, which I should have written down by Nelson Mandela about education being the most powerful weapon you can arm yeah. children with. Um, and so they've really followed it up. They got some expats involved and more expats are so welcome as well as, of course, people in South Africa, um, to sponsor these kits. So while you were doing food kits, they were doing mm -hmm. these unplugged coding kits, took them around the country and took them as well to 
Kunu. I don't know how to pronounce it. Kunu. Kunu. So it's got a click in it. You should be able to click your from from um, Natal, for goodness sake. <laughs> I can click, but then I stop and I can't flow with it. But anyway, they went to uh, uh, Nelson Mandela's village. Beautiful photos of, of mm, people there. I did there. see those photos, yeah. Yeah. Spreading. I still think that they should actually start. I mean, all the kids want to get into coding and they want to do all of these new things and do gaming and whatever. I think that they should be teaching people to code in COBOL again because COBOL coders are actually in great demand now, which is what I did when I studied. We, we didn't even get to use a computer. We just used to code on paper. And now, because there's so few people who still remember how to code in COBOL, you can actually make quite a good living doing it. Anyway, so that just a thought, putting it out there. Now, you've got something here about Syrian refugees. So, so of course, it did make news. And, mm. um, and some Syrian uh, refugees, some children, did a, did a beautiful video for people in South Africa saying, we stand with you and you can come together and you can come out stronger. And, you know, to hear it from them, that's why we cry. There's just so many mm. beautiful, 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 selfless people out there who are suffering themselves and then do this. And I must just say, I still have to share this video. It's one of the cutest videos I saw. It was a spa owner of a spa in Bertha's Hill, I think, Bertha's Hill. Mm. And he was talking to the camera about what he was going through. And then he just breaks down crying because he couldn't get milk to a mother, mm. you know, for her baby. And it was like, oh, oh, to see a grown man. Yeah. That's another thing which has actually come up on my radar in the last week or so, surprisingly, is that did you know that only around about 31, 32% of women with babies in this country breastfeed? Oh, I remember you told me last week you had the lactation That is for me. I'm sitting there and thinking, why? I mean, it's free, yeah. but apparently it's a thing of like it's been it's, it's seen amongst many different people as a sign of being too poor to be able to afford baby formula. No. And I'm sitting there thinking, and I mean, both of us as, as twin moms, I mean, we both breastfed our children yeah, and I was like never going to do it. And it was going to be, in t- I ended up doing it until they were almost three. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just sitting here and thinking, please, anybody who's out there, just tell people breastfeeding is the way to go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, no, it's in, not in supposed Australia, to be a lactation expert thing. <laughs> in, in Australia, it's the opposite because I had my babies in Australia and also breastfed, although not quite to three years. And there, the, there's so much pressure to breastfeed to because breastfeed. it's healthier, you know, they say, for the children. So, yeah, to bring out formula is actually more embarrassing there. I, I find it very strange in this country specifically that so few, like, I mean, only a third of the women who are having babies are actually breastfeeding their children. That, to me, is just very puzzling. So anyway, so let's get off of that. What other myths do we have out there that you've been, you've been picking up about? I know that Clem Sunter, who's one of my favorite people in the entire oh, world, I haven't no. seen him for ages. You and me both. Of course, ex-chairman of Anglo. Um, yeah. And he did the high road, low road scenario back when he was in the 80s. I mean, that man is an absolute legend. Yeah. I, I think he is. I remember is interviewing the most awesome him person. and him also singing your praises. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we worked together on a lot of different things. Yeah. We <laughs> admired each other, or not so secretly. Yeah. So there was a, a, a post going viral that everybody said was by Clem Santa, but we checked with him and it was not by him. And I always find it funny. Why do people do that when there's, there's enough? 
enough stuff to say. Why do you have to pretend somebody else said it unless you think nobody's going to take your opinion seriously? Um, you know, it feels like propaganda. No, there's something to like me. that last last year as well. It wasn't with Chris Murdoch or somebody like that as well. Yes. Somebody also accredited to Pretended, him and it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it's why. Crazy. Especially it's as it's crazy. so easy to get hold of the people and say, "Did you do this?" And they go, "No." Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the photo of a weeping woman, woman, and um, Martin Bailey always shouted me for saying that wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, you had so many heartbreaking photos in South Africa that I don't know why that photo that wasn't from South Africa, it's a Pulitzer Prize winning photo from Haiti from the um, mm. earthquake in 2010. So that went viral as the epitome of 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 South Africa, and it's not. Well, I mean, hello, look what silly old Carl has been doing, putting up pictures and saying, oh, look at this, this white looters. And we're like, that's from South America many years ago. <laughs> I mean, he just made his name Corti like you cannot believe. Who's Carl? Um, he's, a, he's the guy that's got arrested as well because he's 100% behind um, um, the person who's gone to jail. Yeah, that uh, dude, no. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I give up anyway. Uh, and um, I love how you can never keep your feelings to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. I'm an old, I'm a grumpy old woman. Leave me alone. I'm not. to be like this now. You're a sexy young woman. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then there was the, the gift of the givers thing, which, you know, I wouldn't mind, except that people use it in a negative way. So there was a rumor that the gift of the givers warehouse in Durban got looted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time we write anything nice about Gift of the Givers, people would go, yeah, and how awful that, you know, their warehouse was looted. And their warehouse was not looted. Um, it's actually mm-hmm. even sadder than that. It was a warehouse that was used by a Durban businessman. And, um, and he used to sometimes ask Gift of, of the Givers for, for um, supplies. And when they sent it, I think he put up a little poster. But, but he... His father and his brother all died in January mm. from COVID. So it was never a gift of the giver's warehouse. It's, it's um, seven months later. There's definitely nothing in there that belonged to gift of the givers. Mm. So stop that you know story. What? Yeah, people, stop spreading fake news. It's yeah. not fun. There's enough good news out there, which we're bringing to you right now as well. So please <laughs> just go with the flow and do some good stuff. Now, what, what news have you got for expats, which is happening around the world? Um, well, in London, there is the largest exhibition ever anywhere in the world of female African artists or artists, female artists that have are of African descent. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if you say Hoffa Gallery, it's the House of Fine Art. It begins tomorrow. It carries on till the 31st of August. Uh, there is a South African artist there as well as other wonderful, I mean, I've seen some of the paintings. They're amazing. And we have mm-hmm. a photographer who's going there today for press day. If you're in London, that's definitely one to support. Also, staying in the UK, I think the people there, <laughs> our hearts went like climbing because Louis Oersthuizen was coming first on Saturday in the British Open. Mm. Finally looked like he was going to break that curse of always being the runner-up, never the bride. and <laughs> The princess instead <laughs> of the queen. Yeah. <laughs> and then on Sunday he came tied third. So, oh, um, so close, but no. Still not a, not a bad showing, I must say. No, oh, and, <laughs> and, and I was sent the most fantastic video of him singing afterwards. Oh, what was he singing? 
oh, I can't remember, but it, but it's it's about losing, you know, there I go again or whatever. <laughs> but it was, it was very, very funny. He's not only South Africa's best golfer, but he's also got one of the best senses of humour in the Fantastic. country. Yeah. Now, I see that France's um, travel, once again, is open to South Africa. Yes, can you believe it? So, you, so no quarantine anymore. Um, mm-hmm. As long as you've been double vaccinated in South Africa, you can, you are now going to be able to come into France. The only little caveat is that from August, we have a thing, we have a thing called a passe sanitaire, and it's on mm-hmm. our computers mainly. And it's like if you've been vaccinated or you have a PCR test, you put it into your app. And then you just show that kind of pass, sanitary pass, I suppose that's what it mm-hmm. is. And apparently the, the South African vaccination form might not it's be not available compatible. Online. Yes. Mm. Because, I mean, this is how we were doing the Cannes Film Festival and everything. You know, you just mm. show your your I'm sure they'll come up with something by the time people can travel again. Yeah. Yes, so hopefully they do. Because, because um, yeah, from August, we are going to have to show this code to go into restaurants and into cinemas because not enough people, you know, I think we've sort of come to a halt. Millions have been vaccinated, mm. but the other millions don't want to be. So now, so now we're doing that, but I don't know if it's such a good idea because luckily I started getting vaccinated before it became being kind of pressured because as soon as you're pressured, then Mm. you don't want to do something. So... No, frankly, you know, I mean, if you really think that Bill Gates is that interested in you, that he's going to be tracking you with a little chip somewhere in your body, well, you know, hello, you've got this thing you carry around with you the whole time called a cell phone or a smartphone. It's easy enough to track anybody that way. Mm. You know, you know, just just to double check all those stupid theories, I actually did put a magnet to my arm after I got vaccinated. Just to (laughs) see, no, just to see, and I should have videoed it just to show all those silly people that there was no magnet. It's, it's a lie. Don't worry, Jimmy. They walk among us. And then one thing, they may find a cure for COVID. They won't find a cure for stupid. Um, oh. but, but talking about, about not stupid, but um, usually chokers, Bafana Bafana. Um, actually getting their acts together, I see. Oh, yeah. After a long time, it's been like a drought. Mm. We finally won the, um, how do you pronounce it? Kosafa? Kosafa. Kosafa, Kosafa. Cup um, against Senegal in Kosafa. <laughs> how did I do that? <laughs> That's the old PE, yeah? Yeah. 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 So, so well done to them and, um, and really exciting because now they go through to the World Cup qualifiers and hopefully they'll be going to Qatar next year for the World Cup. Holding thumbs. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, I, I was wondering when you were going to get around to this because I've been seeing all of the ads for this new thing with Kim Engelbrecht, who's a, a South African actress who's been doing a lot of stuff overseas. And I keep on seeing the, and I'm thinking, oh, I think I might like to watch this. It's called Raker, which is coming up, uh, coming up on Showmax. Um, yeah, on Mnet. On, ne- on Mnet. DSTV. On Mnet, yeah. Um, on Sunday. And then it will be on DSTV now and catch up afterwards. Yeah, and that's with Ian Glenn, who of course was in Game of Thrones exactly. and Downton Abbey. Isn't that fantastic? So I was like, oh yeah, I think I can watch that. And I think she, she's quite a, a she's quite a decent young actress as well. Yeah. Talking about actresses, I see that um, dear old what's her name, Theron. Yeah. <laughs> Theron. Theron has been doing her thing and just sending out some some good wishes and stuff to people around the world and South Africans as well. Uh, yeah, some tweets to South Africa just saying her thoughts and her love is with the country, mm. and and then she did another thing about you know that that South Africa is a country that is going to pull together and be stronger than ever after this. Mm. 
Well, coming from somebody who won an Oscar, I think we can believe her on that one. Now, you've got an update for us um, on the SA teacher in, in Vietnam, Del Benson. Yes, a, a wonderful update. Thank you to everybody who donated. He has been able to fly to Cape Town, met his mother. We've got beautiful photos. I mean, she just didn't want to let him go. Of course, oh. of course, he still faces a very tough battle ahead. I think he has fourth stage colon cancer but at least now he's back home with his family and his loved ones and he'll be starting treatment chemo as soon as possible without this chemo he only had a month to live so thank Mm. you to everybody i mean he he just said to everyone who donated um he owes you for life so thank you well, for all of those people, thank you for doing that. And also to everybody who's still ill or is you know, have family members who are ill, please, we wish you all the best luck in the world. I think we've just been losing way too many people. I've lost personally two people in the music industry in the last week and a half, and I'm, it's rather devastating. So to so those people, sorry. including people like Christian Kotzer, um, one of the best sports photographers and news photographers here in South Africa, seeing as we do talk about these people who do the pictures, um, he's hopefully, I mean, some he was putting out a yesterday please has anybody got any anything for me where i can get oxygen from so we were trying to mobilize to get medics in joburg to get oxygen to him so if you hear of anybody who needs help i'm sure that you can also get onto the sapeople.com either facebook page or website and put out a call for help there as well it's quite a quick way of doing things i'm sure jenny would just activate that immediately because that's the kind of girl she is (laughs) (laughs) Right, what have you got coming up for the next week? Well, we've got a a wonderful expat in Durban who who went out because her mother was ill and then got stuck there because of COVID and Mm. is now just being uh, such a good Samaritan, helping um, with with food, milk, bread, fruit, vegetables, just just to hospitals, to people in townships, to people in resident, residential suburbs, just getting, you know, you know there's elderly people. I mean, I, I mean, Tony's parents, you know, they, they're too scared to leave the house. So, hmm. um, so Michelle Govender is doing amazing things and we've got her story. And then we've also got, uh, since travel is slowly sort of starting to open up for South Africans. Um, Except within South Africa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got travel tips to get people um, prepared for, because, because once you travel, you, you know, it's things like having to have enough masks, having to have enough of those PCR hmm. tests, et cetera, et cetera. So, so we've got some well, if anybody, I mean, I haven't, I haven't been out of Johannesburg since the beginning of last year, since COVID, before COVID even started. So if anybody feels like sponsoring a holiday for me, I'm, I'll put my hand up. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. on that note, go outside, enjoy some of your wonderful sunshine. I'm going to go and find my, my nearest gas heater and go and chill, not chill out for the day, hopefully warm up for the day. But we'll catch up with you again next week. Uh, keep that good news coming on sapeople.com. It is really, it's very heartwarming. And thank you so much, Jenny, for keeping it going. We'll chat thank to you next you. week. Melanie, and don't go become a coder. Please stay here. Okay. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.